That song is so great. That they song don't know. makes me happy. They don't know about that. They don't. That song makes me really happy. All I want is just me and you. This is a dum 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 dum. Wait, which one? Wait, are you singing a different song now? No, that's don't disturb this groove. Oh, I just don't. I just don't know the words. Oh, <laughs> don't disturb this groove. Cause I want to tell you that I'm so into you. Yeah. Cause the feelings. I think I I switched the I switched them. Cause the feeling's so real. Don't disturb this groove. That's like sunny Saturday vibes. It is. Like or, when you driving. Or or when you're cleaning the house. Yes. Yeah. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. I was in a Buster Rhymes mood on Saturday. Not I, bad. I had a Buster Rhymes playlist going in, like. And I was like, this nigga's a genius. He is. <laughs> like, I don't disagree. Certain songs I forgot existed. Like, I'm on my New York shit. Like, I was like, oh. <laughs> like, I was like, I forgot about this song. Like, Yo, Busta is really, he's iconic. Yeah. I know he has like his own problematic views or whatever. Does he for real? Apparently he does. Oh. I know. Oh. I know. See, that's like, he's one of those people I don't like get into like that. I don't either, but I come across it, and then I'm like, oh, oh, okay. You know how you like you you're like on social media, and you're like, oh, we're, yeah. we're mad at this person now, right? That's how it is for okay. me. Okay, yeah, I get that. I'm like, oh, okay, I get that. So yeah, I mean, but I like Busta. Busta Bus, yeah, one of the fastest rappers, literally. Him and Twista, yeah, that's yeah, right. I forgot about for him sure. Too. I don't know what happened to Twista. Yeah. Oh, mm. I think it's like a little plague over Chicago rappers outside of Common because Common. Got a sad card. But. Chicago got a plague because they let R. Kelly rock for so long. Yeah. We know about you. Y'all allowed that mess. But you got some new ones coming up like Lil Durk and G Herbo. Oh. You know. Good for them. Which I took me a very long time to realize that Lil Herb and G Herbo were the same person. Because when, uh, what's it called? Chirac came out. Does that a song or a movie? Yeah, you know the song, uh... Chirac with uh, Nicki Minaj. Nicki Minaj and uh, oh, yeah. then Lil Herb. And then it was like, yeah, G Herbo. Like, he got the Chirac. I was like, that's not G Herbo. His name is Lil Herb. And someone was like, yes, G Herbo. I, that is so Lil Herb. funny that you say that because I actually didn't know that 2 Chains used to be Titty Boy. Oh, yes. That that was. I don't do nothing. I'm a ball. I'm counting all day like the clock on the. I love rappers that just like go away and they come back a whole new person. I, I love it. I'm like, good for him. I always lo I love a good rebrand. I just I love a good rebrand. Titty Boy was a terrible hip hop name. It was. It was. Yeah. It was bad. But Two Chains, it's classic. It's you know, it's memorable. Two Chains. Good for him. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Ciao. All right. I think we can start this show. We can. All we right. can. <laughs> we can. Yeah, I think we can. Yes, yes, yes. Ooh, all right.
Hey guys. Hey everyone. What is happening? What's popping? I'm your girl Sierra T. And I'm your girl Sherelle B. And this is Head Wraps and Lipsticks, the podcast. We wrap the culture up in color. Surprise, shorty. What's the surprise? I have no idea. You just wanted to say I that? Did. I get it. I did. I get it. We got an announcement. Yeah. Uh, our The panel for yes. uh, the morning pages is this Friday. Yes. The day after this episode airs. Mm-hmm. Um, we hope you guys got your tickets because, like we told you last week, it is sold out. Yes. Um, but I don't know if uh, Young has opened up the wait list or not. Um, he said it was a wait list, but if I were you, I would just use a link in our bio on Instagram, TikTok, YouTube, right here, and see if you can get a ticket because you don't want to miss it. We're talking all things mental health because mm-hmm. it's necessary. Absolutely, it is. It's necessary. Absolutely, it is. So we're really excited. I'm excited. I'm a little bit nervous. You're gonna do just fine. I, I you know, I, I can't wait. I can't wait to experience it. Gonna do just fine. I mean, when he told us it was sold out, I was like, damn. I ain't over. I was like, not baby's first sold out panel. I know. <laughs> 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 it's like oh prepare to be sick of me sick don't let me get to the panelists okay the, mo- the moderator bag period because uh uh I'm, I'm excited i yeah. think we're gonna do a really great job it's gonna be dope so we hope to see some of you guys there absolutely um and yeah it's gonna be a grand old time i need to get my eyebrows done first i need to get all that stuff done because yeah i'm just it's just out here vibes mm-hmm. another announcement uh we got beyonce tickets <laughs> Y'all mad? Y'all mad? <laughs> I'm that girl. <laughs> America, America has a problem, okay. and it's us. Okay? okay, so you better move out the way. Okay, I'm done. Because the summer renaissance is here, baby, <laughs> and it's pure. Okay, and we about to get real cozy. Okay. <laughs> they mad. They mad. They mad. You're not gonna break our soul about it. <laughs> Oh, you're so mad. You're so mad right now. You're mad. You're You're so mad mad right now. Because this church girl. (laughs) I can't can't, can't right now. I can't really. I really can't. I'm screaming. I'm screaming. (laughs) Y'all about to be. low. yo, let me tell you something. The group chat was in shambles yesterday. Okay. Shambles. Shook it. I love it. They pointed me as the person to go get the tickets. Girl. I had to take my Apple Watch off because she was like, sis, you okay? <laughs> no, girl. I'm trying to get these goddamn Beyonce tickets. Bruh. <laughs> we was doing countdowns. It was like 28 minutes. Yo. Nine minutes. Three, two, one, go. And you know, I was like in the queue for like all the 12 minutes. You really was. It was fast. That's what's up. It was really, really fast. Ticketmaster was like, okay, I'm not like with getting with the Swifties is one thing. Yeah, they wasn't trying to have it with the Beehive. Yeah, like, no, okay, they don't want them problems. Right, the Swifties is one thing. See, Swifties, they just we're gonna sue you. <laughs> you better lawyer up, baby. Okay, Beehive, be at your front door. Okay, be at Ticketmaster headquarters. Like, yeah. excuse me, tell Mister Master to come out. Right, like I don't want to fight for real. I want to fight. You want to talk right quick? Just that's it. <laughs> not Mister Master. Oh, right, look at that. Like Beyonce, hold up. <laughs> like. <laughs> <laughs> don't want these problems. You okay? really don't. You really don't. Child. Oh my gosh. So yes, we are excited. That I felt like that was announcement worthy. I I do. They, like yeah. And I love how some people on, on Twitter have been like, I guess maybe it's a Charlotte thing. Everybody been real humble about their tickets. Like <laughs> they're not doing that. Like, you just put a little B yeah. as a tweet. Like oh, I'm going. <laughs> 
like yeah. see you there right like you know what i'm saying it's like you know just ooh. it's about to be so much energy and i just i can't listen i already put in the the pto on the like soon as listen soon as the money was sent it Yo. was like i'm off okay day before the day of and the day after i'm off i did like a half not a half a day like uh-huh. i took over like three o'clock yeah but nah, I don't, even, I don't even want to go in. I don't even want to see all the day. This is that's the day of Beyonce. I, I really should have did twelve o'clock because like yeah, yeah. I really don't want to see. I don't want to see none of y'all. I'll change it. Yeah, you should. <laughs> you should. Cause it's never too late. I don't. It's never too late. Yeah. No. So uh, clearly, we're really excited. Very much so. Very very much. Right. This, this will be our first time seeing Beyonce. I've never seen her in, uh, in concert ever. Never even seen <sighs> Destiny Child. You seen Destiny Child? I've seen though. Destiny Child. I, I did. I did. I was like thirteen. It was when uh, Survivor. I was. I went to Survivor tour. My mom took me. Oh snap! Mm-hmm. That's dope. So that was that was an experience in itself. Mm-hmm. So for thirteen, now thirty four year old me. Yes, I'm excited. Okay. I'm so this alien superstar is ready. Period. I'm done. Yeah. Nope. <laughs> Don't done. never be done. I'm never done. be done. I'm done. Never be done. So yeah, that is what we got going <gasps> on so far. Yes. We uh we'll jump into the show. We don't have that much. So honestly. basically, don't expect to see us that week. I can't make no promises, Shawty. Don't, like, like I said, I don't know. Don't expect to see us. I don't know, bro. We might have to take a little break. Yeah, okay? y'all. We'll be back. Uh, okay, we'll be back though. You we'll know, we always come back. Yeah, that's it. I'm Just coming, letting you I'm know. I'm coming back, baby. I'm coming back. That's it. Um. All right, sis. Mm-hmm. You ready to jump into the show? Yes. Yes. What can't you wrap your head around? Okay. I can't wrap my head around these warehouses that are been on social media. Like, everybody goes to this warehouse because of a bunch of furniture. So, this is one. <laughs> <laughs> I know exactly what you're about to say. Girl. I know exactly. So, me and Simone pulled up to this one warehouse <gasps> here in Charlotte. Y'all went to one? Pulled up mid oh the no. most mid experience waste of gas damn no where, where was it at literally first okay first of all i learned a whole new area of charlotte that did not didn't oh. had no clue existed it's behind brookshire okay like it's a whole like honestly me and Simone was like you know the way you know first of all you know google be doing that google maps be doing the most you don't like google maps i love google maps oh. but it just it really like i feel like you could have just took me yes i don't yes. need to go down now all these side streets it's saturday at two o'clock like it's okay let's let's cut it out <laughs> <laughs> and pull, like we in a residential neighborhood i was like um i think we've been bamboozled but clearly it was something if it's going viral on TikTok. Right. Girl, we finally get to the area and we was kind of like, um, whole bunch of white people. We was like, all right, bet we in the right spot. Right. In and out, 10 minutes. Damn. Basically what it's giving is somebody got to connect to a Target truck and be boosting stuff off the Target truck <gasps> and put it in a warehouse. So, I mean, yeah, if you need a vacuum cleaner, some ugly ass artwork, a oh, rug. Wow. The same stuff that you can get yeah. at Target Damn. or Costco. So I, I'm just, I can't wrap my head around it. I was very upset. I was like. Really? Yes. There is another warehouse, though, that we will be going to. This one is in Gastonia. Oh, the gas house. Yeah. Apparently, it's like there's a Skims. Oh. There's a Skims type warehouse in Gastonia. It's like the third time I've seen this. I'm like. But it's you, in Gastonia. It is. And you know what? Gastonia, it's not like it's a bad drive. It's just like when you're going to Gastonia, it's like, oh my God, I'm going to Gastonia. Like, what exactly. am I doing with my life? If Next time I planned on going to Gastonia was to go to this dog shelter because there's a lot of dogs over there. 
<laughs> I'm not getting a dog. I just wanted to go. Yeah, it's okay. That's fine. Hang out with them for a little bit. Yeah, it's all right. It's fine. You can come. Thank you. You know what I'm saying? Thank you for the invite. So because you want to get a dog. Yes. We're going to go to that. We're going to go to In this one. economy? I get it. <laughs> I really do want a dog. I follow this girl. Did, did you send me that page? The Poodles and Doodles page? Probably. Yeah. <laughs> Probably she, she'd be like, yeah, these are here. Um, these are the my cheapest ones. Say twenty five hundred. I said, bitch. Oh, you know, we we're getting dogs. We're getting rescue. Dogs. Oh, she breeds them though. Oh no, we're she gonna breeds. go to the shelter. They cute though. They cute dogs. Go to the shelter. Yeah, two hundred fifty dollars. They already have the shots. Everything. Oh my gosh, breeders don't do all that. I was talking to somebody. They was like, sometimes they go to PetSmart. You can get like a pet for free. Because like they be like they be they like it's like I guess like an animal shelter is connected to the mm-hmm. um they do have adoption days yeah where you like get the pet for free mm-hmm. that's crazy like basically like PetSmart will like cover their adoption fees wow so yeah now but I don't know if they're gonna like um because you know PetSmart has the pet hospital too Banfield because mm-hmm. oh. when you get a pet you get your pet insurance Patrick mm-hmm. has his through Banfield mm-hmm. now I don't know if it's like oh now you get a free you know they might pay for the adoption fees but you still got to pay for them shots. Damn, them shots be expensive. Because mm-hmm. they got all, they have to get all their shots, especially oh. they're new. So if you get them from a, like if you get them from a shelter, they like those are already taken care of. They have all their immunizations yeah. and they get them all, because they're in the shelter. Unfortunately, they get them like every year or like every other couple months. Like Patrick got an appointment this weekend. Wait, his. I feel like an idiot because Mm-mm. I thought like once you got them dogs, them shots, like that was it. Like Mm-mm. it was like lifelong shots. But it's like the flu shot. You got to get it every winter. Season. Yeah, there's certain there's certain shots like an um like a heartworm. Uh, got to give a heartworm. Mm-hmm. There's little things that you got to keep like your rabies that like I think that's like every I forget how many. It's like every other or something like that. So, oh. yeah, always get a rescue dog because they're the ones that need the most love. Good to know. Yeah. Good to know. Okay. So, but anyway, yeah, the warehouse mid not feeling it. So I don't yeah. recommend that y'all go. If the address is Montana Drive, ooh, it's a no go. Yeah. Noted. A girl, people was pulling up there with U-Haul trucks and everything, and they turned right back around. I was like, yeah, no. Oh, they probably was disappointed. You know, me and someone was in there like, don't worry, another one will keep popping up. They always pop up. That one and the one in the Amazon. Uh, the ones who don't like they don't like reclaim their packages or whatever. Yeah, that's the one. I, do I had looked up to. one, but it had, it was over in the university area, but apparently it's closed now. It oh. was and it was called like everything must go. Yes, I don't. Oh, maybe everything went. Well, can't you wrap your head around you? <laughs> I can't. Well, I can't wrap my head around. <laughs> you get on my nerves. God damn. <laughs> <laughs> oh Jesus! You get on my nerves, I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Um, mine's is. I feel like I bring the same couple of topics every year. But I, I listen. If you do social media content mm-hmm. for whatever reason, please close your blinds. I, some of you can see right now that my blinds are closed right here. Okay, that is because I'm trying to protect my safety of where I live. That part. There was a video on TikTok. Of a girl who was like, she has to keep moving because people keep finding out where she lives. Girl. First, let, here's my question, right? What is it What is it with white people and curtains? Why don't y'all, like, do y'all have, a, like, a vendetta against curtains Ooh. and blinds? Like, what is, what's the tea? Like, what it, what is it? It has to be something linked to being white. I don't understand. It's like season one of You when he kept looking at Beck, which was so unrealistic, in Brooklyn. And with no blinds? She had no blinds. Like, not even just, blinds. Just a window. Just, it, a, just vibes. In Brooklyn. 
which is crazy. Okay. So listen, when you I understand wanting to show your apartment and whatnot, and oh no, they love this. Like here's my my empty apartment tour. I'm I'm moving in. I don't understand it. I be watching that stuff and I be like, damn, I be wanting to rob them. No, I get it. And I'm not a person who robs people just for you know clarity. Okay, I don't have a <laughs> I don't have I don't have a vicious background or anything. You know, she got ski masks, y'all. No, I'm doing it. <laughs> got a couple knives in the drawer. You know no, I mean? but like. It just be making me want to rob y'all, and I'm like, "What are you? What, what is going on?" Like the dude had Stitcher and was like, "I know exactly where this is." That's crazy. Like he was like, "I know exactly where you are. Like, I can find you." I don't understand the whole like apartment tour thing. Like, I, like why? I, there's one thing to give content, but it's just like you know, I see some girls and some and some guys. It's like a certain area of the apartment. Like you see them in the bathroom, you might see them in the living room, and that's where it stops and ends. Like mm-hmm. you know what I mean? But for you to give in a whole apartment tour, like... It's bizarre. Okay? Especially, it's one thing if you live in, like, a, a town that no one's ever heard of. Mm-hmm. You know? But you living in Charlotte, Philly, Houston, mm-hmm. Atlanta, like... And especially because, like, in the dude was like... I can see like what's in your background. I know what like what stores you are. I've seen that area, so Jesus. I can know where you like. There are even if you don't think there are landmarks yeah. near your apartment, there are. There are Fast. ways for people to find you. So, like, I tell Brandon that all the time because like he loves to be like, oh, like you know, he really like I like living in a cut. Da da da. Blah blah blah. I'm like. I don't think everywhere is like I don't really think there's a such thing anymore as the cut. It's it's it doesn't exist anymore, well, especially in this city. My dad, my dad's house is oh, the, yeah, cut. That's different. <laughs> yeah. is the cut. Yeah, that's different. That's the cut. That is different. That is definitely the cut. Yeah. But like in terms of like you know like apartments. Mm, yeah. Oh absolutely no. Not. Ain't no in the cut. Mm-mm. No, it's it's just not realistic. It doesn't exist anymore. It's, she's not real. Mm-mm. It doesn't exist. So. Close your goddamn blinds. White people get some curtains. Seriously. Someone actually, someone had built a new house in my dad's neighborhood. Mm-hmm. They ain't got big ass bay window. They have no curtains on. I've seen their big ass TV. I know what they watching. Girl. And I, every time I drive by, I be like, damn, I should rob these niggas. No, for real. There's certain <laughs> areas, like there's a certain street, like I'll ride down, like when I go to Chipotle on South Boulevard. Mm-hmm. And like, I, I could, like, I literally could park in front of somebody's house and sit there and be like, oh, you know, I didn't see this episode. Let me, uh, <laughs> That's and they crazy. probably wouldn't even notice. Like I'm just sitting there in my car, like that's crazy. Just watching to me. them. Like how many scary movies? Like you've never seen a scary movie? Because it it in real life that happens. People really be like watching. Like you know what I think it is. The watcher was real. I think people like I think like if you don't have blinds and curtains on, like you've never had lived in like lived or known anybody who lives in an area that is really dangerous or like that could cost you like everything that you yeah. own you know what i'm saying like Child. there's i just do not understand that i don't get it either put your goddamn blinds up bro yeah like and then got you know <laughs> god forbid something happened to be like oh my god i don't know how pe- what do you mean what do you mean what do you mean i was looking right th- i could see it through the back of your house literally, from your front window i what can is, see you what's going on i know you, you're making sausage with eggs right now literally why do i know that and i follow you on tiktok exactly so like, and now. i know how to maneuver around your house Woo! that's cra- that's crazy it's giving enough <laughs> That's crazy. <laughs> Swear to God. It's like, giving enough. That's crazy. Child. Anyway, close your goddamn windows. That's it. That's it. I don't really think it's that hard. And put up some blinds. God dang. Something. A <clears throat> right. I'm done cussing y'all out for a the something. day. Something. Put up a sheet like the hood niggas do. Something. The niggas will put up a hood a sheet. They really will. But you know what? They ain't got the damn window open. I can't see inside they they trap house. I've been to a nigga house like that. Like Listen, we have all had our moments. I too. I was like, what am I doing here? Mm-hmm. Like, he was so fine. So, yeah. 
And they, I, they're the ones who don't have it together. I looked over. I looked over. I looked over the sheet. Yeah, you know, if he got the sheet up and it's the, the throwback design with the burgundy with the with the green diamonds and the gold trimming, those is mama sheets. Yeah, yeah. Child, or you got the fitted sheet up. That's real. Hood. Oh God, that's hard. Okay, you know, see now that's a level of hood. <laughs> I ain't been to that level yet. Like, uh, uh-uh. no, 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 no. <laughs> okay, I'm sorry. People are like, oh, you bougie. Yeah, I am. Because that's unacceptable. Take that goddamn sheet down. Unacceptable. F. <laughs> Unacceptable. No, we not doing that. Uh-uh, we not doing that. Okay. Child. Let's get into this episode. All right. <laughs> we got a, a light list. It's, yeah. not, it's nothing too heavy once you already know what that means. Because mm-hmm. anyways. um, So first on the docket. Told y'all 2024 is around the corner. So these presidential candidates are coming out. Nikki Haley, former South Carolina governor and UN ambassador to the Trump administration. Mm -hmm. uh, Throwing in her hat again. Um, And uh, mm -mm. Mm -mm. Um, she finally launched her campaign in what was that in Charleston, South Carolina. Like it was my my favorite. Like, let me tell you something about Jordan Kepler. He's literally becoming one of my favorite people ever like i enjoy his content so much i do too he was there you know getting all the getting all the foolishness Mm -hmm. but the foolishness was really inside because nikki haley she had some shit to say um about how america is not racist anymore and take it from me the first minority female governor in history america is not a racist country now this is ironic that to me mm-hmm. this is ironic because sis before we um <clears throat> press record she looked up and did some research on this sis is a, a Sikh, right yes she literally <laughs> like because when she said first minority i was like you look like you from columbia south carolina mm-hmm. so like um Haley was born her real name is nimarada nikki rand where you see it at Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. But her real name is Nimarada Nikki Randhawa. Um, And she actually was born to immigrant, is it Sikh? S-I-K-H, Sikh, yeah. Sikh parents in India, from India. Now, let's, let's, uh, what do you mean by, what do you mean by that when you say that America is not a racist country? Right. Because I really feel like your parents could be like, "Mm, do, do, just, just for like you know, reference or whatever. How did it feel during nine eleven? Just, just, out of, just quickly. Racist enough for you to change your name? Oh, Nikki Haley. I can drop the mic. We can end the episode right there. Because n- n- little girl Nimarada probably has a word. Okay. Because Nikki Haley. There's no way your your parents can be like behind this, bro. I would be so embarrassed if this was my child. Yeah, I don't. What like what do you mean? Hmm. Every every week is some is somebody coming on here saying some stupid stuff like this, and I'm like, y'all can't be for real. I really feel like they're trying to like gaslight us into something. Yeah, I really feel like the Republicans are trying to gaslight us and like believe in like, oh yeah, you know, the the slaves loved it. But like, who, who who you're trying to you're trying to get who to believe that? Like seriously, like are y'all for real? Like, and I mean the people that sitting behind her, like yeah, like no, no. No, because if they knew your real name, they would give you the side eye. Uh, did Trump? Does Trump know your real name? Because I highly doubt that you would have been the UN ambassador. Ciao. 
y'all got to be so for real right now. It's not. It's just not. It's not adding up to me. It's not. I was really <laughs> like. I was like, what did she mean? First immigrant. I was like immigrant. You're not an immigrant traveling from D.C. to from South Carolina. Like, what are you talking about? The whitewashing is bizarre. Shut me up. The whitewashing is bizarre. This, if it's it, not racist, why are you not going by your real name? Literally. Like, seriously. Like, you should be proud of. Right. Especially immigrant parents. Your parents came over here, and now their daughter is a presidential candidate. That's something to be proud of. And you out here got people calling you Nikki. Now, there ain't even no K's in your name, in your real name. Right. Where you get those K's from? So she's so her real her actual birth name is like Nimarata. Oh yeah, Nimarata. Yeah, she was born. It literally says Haley was born Nimarata Nikki Ran Ranhawa. So her middle name Ms. is Nikki. Nikki. But but if if you was really about that life, you would make them learn how to say your first name. She's soft. Nikki Haley's soft. I don't 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 vote for her. She's soft. And her father receives his PhD in 1969 from uh, Voorhees College, which is a historically black college. Girl, I don't have time. I don't have time. Like I'm reading up, and I'm just like, I don't have time. I'm out of time, child. I'm out of time. Yeah, no. What is going on? Unacceptable. How how do we how does she get there? Your dad mm. got a degree from a, a HBCU, and you're saying America isn't racist. It's not the math, not math. Are you cooning, Nikki? But you change your name, Nikki. Are you cooning, Nikki? Nikki. This is, this is not like black girls getting a perm. You changed your whole freaking name. She like, is cooning. Oh my gosh, she tap dancing. Absolutely. I mean, oh. Big, like the WB frog. Okay. It's giving Savion Glover because what Oh, girl, that's a throwback too. Yo, that was my man. Yo, he was yo. I seen him. I seen him perform. I have too. Like worth it. Ridiculous talent. Anyway. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> ridiculous. Are we sure the age? Yeah, who? Because he was on Sesame Street. He was on a, I, yeah. He was on a couple of things. He was in a couple of uh, bad boy. He was in a, a P. Diddy video. Yeah. Yes, he was. <sighs> this yeah. video is like that. Yep. Anyway. But yeah, so I mean, you know, it's so funny. Jordan Kepler was outside interviewing people. And this one lady was like, you know, I don't think she's going to win. But like, you know, I'm supporting her. Like, you know, she's cool. You know, she's a woman and girls rule and boys drool. But like, basically, she was like, I mean, BFFR. Like, you know, (laughs) basically. And Jordan was like, oh, so why are you here? Like, I don't understand. But hey. You know what? I I want Jordan Klepper to like start going to like whatever it is that Ron DeSantis is doing to see what those people are thinking. I would be concerned for his safety with the, at those type of rallies. I really would. Like, I just, I, I think, I think that there's actually, it's not that I think I know there's different levels of the racism. So you got Nikki Haley, who's kind of like mm-hmm. just coming into her racist ways. Ooh, come on. Yes. Brand new racist. You know what I'm saying? It's like, she's just kind of coming in. She got, you know, she might say some things and then she might pull it back type situation. You know, she had Don Lemon up in a... Don Lemon had to apologize for some things that he said about her last week and all that stuff. Oh, my God. Child. Um, Then you got Ron DeSantis. Those are the January Sixers. And then some. It's a different type of... I hear that, like, a lot of Trumpers are, like, actually, like, moving over to, like, the Ron DeSantis side. Yeah. Which I'm... Y'all... Scared. This is our, you know, our weekly, like you know, alert, like emergency, like y'all need to pay attention for real. 
Ryan DeSantis is the devil. Yeah, he's not. I don't care how, I don't care what do you say about he being a Christian. No, that man is the devil. And the things that he's promoting and trying to take care, uh, take get rid of in the state of Florida, imagine that. In the White House. In the White House. Like, no. Him having control over all no. the 50 states. Right. And because y'all refuse to go out and vote in local elections, that would mean that most of those Republicans would have the House and the Senate. And that is dangerous. Yeah, because I don't, I just, I don't understand the chokehold that Ron DeSantis has on the state. Racism. I mean, he's been talking about, he's been talking about potentially running i don't know i feel like Ron DeSantis is that type of dude to be like huh, all right i don't know i think he's gonna run sis i i really hope not between him and marjorie taylor green really doing the most to be on trump's ticket and i'm like and, and honestly when it comes to that like sis you you look pathetic because nobody's even really supporting trump like that yo they don't care about him anymore mm -mm. like several politicians just like i mean you know he had a good run let's let's move on like we need new blood let's let's move on they said it like straight up and down. Trump so. was the like the he was the person who opened the floodgates for this. Exactly. And now they're just like the gates are open so they don't need him anymore. Ex and I would honestly if Perfect. I had to choose between Trump or DeSantis, I would choose Trump. Absolutely. More so for entertainment purposes, but that's about it. But DeSantis? I'm I'm out. Get your I'm, ass out there and vote, y'all. I'm out. I'll go to one of them islands, St. Lucia, something, or something. It's bad. I, I can't. It's, I can't do him. It's that's, bad, That's bad. a different situation. Mm -mm. Um, and Democrats, y'all also need to get y'all stuff together. Because, I mean, yes, Biden, that's great. You're in the fight, but... Uh, y'all soft. Biden, Bernie, y'all sit down. Okay, let's let's get some new... Well, the new... The young... The youngsters... I'm not gonna go. On, I'm not gonna get on my soapbox this okay. episode. But we'll you know how you know how I feel about the Democrats and yeah. them being hella soft and wanting to kumbaya, my lord. Yeah. And I keep y'all need to get down and dirty and straight nasty the way Lil Kim said on literally when you got served. Seriously, straight street. You know how I like it, baby. Cause I, you in the hood now. You're in the hood now, baby. Okay. okay. Congress. Pull up in the ski mask. <laughs> the hood. Right. Just the like Congress that. Congress is the real hood. Yo, like for real. Whew. This your man's. Um, all right is that all we have for politics well yes and no okay we have well no we have a few other things so like these are like kind of not local but statewide mm -hmm. state, state well Nikki Haley kind of is state south carolina but anyway yeah here in the good old north carolina uh josh stein who is our current attorney general um is also um said that he is going to be running for state governor we like Josh Stein. He's cool. He is actually attacking and uh, putting in his fight with the war on fentanyl because enough is enough, Ooh, right? Ciao. Okay. Um, he's actually opening up the. Hold on. Mm -hmm. I thought I had it open. Where is it? It's about like a. It's a way. To, it's like. A, is it a facility? No. It's actually like um, a, a law, right? Something like that. Here it is. So okay. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, y'all. So he's putting in a fentanyl control unit. Yeah. Like enough is enough. So I'm going to read this, and this is coming from ABC 11. Um, and Rob, come on now. <laughs> <laughs> Damn, Popos. So Josh Stein said Monday that he is seeking funding to create a fentanyl control unit within the North Carolina Department of Justice's Special per uh, Prosecutions and Law Enforcement Section. The unit would help local district attorneys handle large-scale fentanyl trafficking, wiretap, and overdose cases. 
Prosecutors in special prosecutions are referred cases from local district attorneys for reasons of conflict, jurisdictional complexity, and resource management. The new unit would pr uh, prosecute fentanyl and other drug traffickers and dealers, bringing additional expertise and resources to these cases. Super awesome. <sighs> Thank God. Yeah. Fentanyl, sh like, you know, Almost every week we talk about fentanyl, somebody dying from fentanyl or Literally. popping up somewhere. Like, fentanyl is in everything. I even saw it in the SVU case last week. See? Craziness. Fentanyl is everywhere. They should have... Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. This is going to be a wild hot take. But I think if... Hot takes part two? <laughs> it might be. <laughs> but I feel like if the government and the police departments have been so proactive on opioid usage the way they were on crack i think <laughs> mm. i don't think we would be where we are right now nope you know because it's not it's not the fight against crack it's, it's the we need to help we need to help those with fentanyl and it's giving it's getting you know those who those who are who are like addicted to it or whatever like you're you're all y'all are getting way more care mm. than you know <laughs> you know some of our like aunts and uncles from back in the day Absolutely. who was on who was on crack so mm. yep that's my hot take mm. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. well shout out to josh stein yeah. um clearly some attorney generals like enough is enough so i'm happy that it's north carolina's so hopefully he'll be able to uh take that governor's seat um, yeah, because our man's is gone. I know. He's, he's going to be leaving. Roy Cooper, we really enjoyed you. you. You did what you needed to do. He's like, he's a cool guy. He is. Yeah. Very. Simone says he's adorable. Like, she just thinks he's adorable. Yeah. He's an adorable old man. Like, because mm -hmm. he just, you know, he'd be like, hey, I'm governor and, uh, you know, that's it. Yeah. You know, go Duke, go Chapel Hill, go HBCU. Right. Go everybody. Yeah, man. And uh, <laughs> two thumbs way up. God bless America. Yeah, he really be, you know kind of mind his business and we like unproblematic people we really do so we josh really sign don't come in there with no nonsense i know man you got you got big shoes to fill yeah but if you're coming in there like this attacking fentanyl which is killing people every day then you got my support yeah i'm into it i can't wait to see what else you uh you're talking about yeah yeah um next thing is up in seattle so sis found this article oh yeah sure did pretty uh Pretty interesting. Mm -hmm. So Seattle has become the first U.S. city to ban caste discrimination. Mm. I want to say I didn't even realize this was a thing. This is more between like, uh, hold on, this is like between indigenous communities mm -hmm. and like Indian communities and Asian communities. Um, so I'm going to read what we have here. It okay. says the Seattle counts, the Seattle city, city. All right. Yeah. Let's try again. <laughs> <laughs> The Seattle City Council on Tuesday added caste to the city's anti-discrimination laws, becoming the first U.S. city to specifically ban caste discrimination. Calls to outlaw discrimination based on caste, a division of people based on birth or descent, have grown louder among South Asian diaspora communities mm. in the United States. But the movement is getting pushback from some Hindu Americans who argue that such legislation maligns a specific community. Proponents of the ordinance that was approved by a six to one vote Tuesday say caste discrimination crosses national and religious boundaries and that without such laws, those facing caste discrimination in the U.S. will have no protections. The ordinance is a uh, is a contentious issue, especially among the nation's South Asian diaspora. Supporters argue it is needed because caste is not covered under existing civil rights protections. 
groups opposing the measure say it will malign a community that is already the target of prejudice. So wait, okay, so I don't, I don't know. Oh, yeah, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know if I understand what caste really is. So, like, what does that mean? So, like in the like in the the general broad like spectrum of the word, mm-hmm. it would be like let's say like black caste systems. I would be considered light skin. Oh, okay. Brown okay. skin, dark okay. skin. But okay. let me just so I'm like you know using the right terms here. I want to just like Google the right definition for cast so i make sure that i'm using it right Mm -hmm. um but it seems like it's like um you know we talk about like asians right and it's it's obviously it's talking about south asian diaspora and i'm thinking in terms of like skin color as well but also like maybe Mm. like because it said that it covers national and religious right so maybe like and obviously hindus feel some type of way but i don't know like are hindus the lighter skin people of the south asian Interesting. Like, you know what I'm saying? So let me see. There's Cast. a lot of bullet points that probably follow under Oh, this. for sure. Okay. okay. Hold on. I'm pulling it up. Cast. Uh, it's a noun. Okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> it means each of the hereditary classes of Hindu society distinguished by relative degrees of ritual purity or pollution of social status. Yes. Okay. Did you watch this show on Netflix? It was a, It's called Indian Matchmaking. Yeah, I saw like maybe an episode or two. Like so, I didn't get in all the way into it. Right. So cast was a really big thing on that show, which when the first season I watched, I was like, this is bizarre mm. because they would specifically be looking for people who were lighter. Like, oh, are they a part of this lighter skin, white skin? Like, oh, they, oh the, 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 the term would be, oh, she's really fair. I like her. So in terms of if I read this definition again, each of the hereditary classes of Hindu society distinguished by relative degrees of ritual purity or pollution and of social status. So basically oh the gosh. darker you are, the less, and I mean, we understand that yeah, as yeah. black people. So, but I think it also is like, it's also a really big thing in terms of that community as well. So I'm now that I've like, now that we kind of like get a better understanding yeah, yeah. of what it means. I love that Seattle was able to do something like that. Um, I've never been to Seattle, so I don't know like the population. But yeah. cl- clearly, it's a big deal if they had it. A- For real, <laughs> this is not something that you know. Wow, interesting. Yeah, I'm. I, I, I'm guessing that the 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 uh, South Asian population there is pretty big in order for them to have to make a a, a law banning banning discrimination per per caste system. And I wonder if that like that's maybe it's just because well, it did say Seattle was the first city because I'm actually kind of surprised that New York City doesn't have something like that. Or, you know, even, mm-hmm. well, actually, I, I can't speak, but definitely, like, New York? Yeah. Oh, my goodness. Straight I mean, up melting pot. But, I mean, the, I, I, I guess I would say because New York is a melting pot, you know what I'm saying? Like, mm. I, I, but I haven't, mm. been, I haven't been to New York in a long time. But, you know, just off of, like, you know, assuming. Yeah. Would that be a, a city that you would think would have discriminations in terms of caste and i mean sure everybody has their own prejudice of race and skin color Absolutely. and whatnot right but is it something like when you when you're there do you notice it you wouldn't even know the answer to that because you don't even think about paying attention to it no, you know what i'm saying no don't so like yeah very very interesting i would hmm. i would definitely like suggest you guys look up look more about it you yeah know? no that's that's interesting for real, for real. so because that basically means that our our dark skin our dark skin and brown skin south asian brothers and sisters now cannot be discriminated against for jobs or anything and they 
the fact that you have to make a law for that it's crazy is wild like between that and just like but you know black people in our hair the crown act like all that stuff is like oh man like yeah. we were talking about the indian matchmaking show and the, the, the we're talking about fair i mean we literally were just talking about nikki haley like how mm. if you saw her like if if she never said that it would have never triggered anything in me to look her up cast is i literally just see a white woman from south carolina like and i mean and even think about what we also just talked about in terms of fence and all that's definitely like yeah because white people are getting are getting addicted to it that's why the care and such and such is being shown for those people oh my we're all living in a caste system i'm assuming that the caste system is very much like big and stronger in terms of that community and so they there had to be something done with that there had to be something done with that that is very very interesting um i'm gonna be looking more into this story yeah that's that's because that's intriguing very very much so i love it yeah okay um is that all that's it for politics yes yes that's enough it is enough good good politics i like that that was a good section i think we did good i'm like really intrigued by that Mm -hmm. like yeah it's, it's we simone and i were having a conversation about colorism the other day yeah and i was really saying how like colorism in my opinion cool hot take part two mm-hmm. i really think colorism is that's it's our fault it's our fault that colorism do you i do i do think that colorism is our fault the fact that it has continued into this horrible thing now yeah. like i mean it's always been horrible but now because of us and we just keep having the conversation about preference and mm. all those things like that it's like you know it's it's horrible now I, I i think it's our fault but we can tackle that another time because i mean i agree but i also like indoctrination is so crazy oh yeah absolutely <laughs> it just you know what i'm saying like it, it irritates me sometimes but it's like you know it's like if somebody were to say like to if somebody were to say like you know only like light-skinned women i'm like like you're a colorist and i'm like or that's just a preference i don't i don't know it's it's just weird now we were i forget what me how like how me and small had the conversation yeah. but it was just like that's just my part i just that's just how i feel i really do feel like it's our fault like if we would just be like hey we all black everything's cool we good we all love each other mm-hmm. i don't really give you a conversation i don't know like that that's a that's yeah. a hard conversation in terms of like talking about preference I will say I think I do think some men use it as a way of like dividing and whatnot. Like I don't think they're using it. They're use I think they use it maliciously. I agree with that. But there are also some men who literally just like light skinned women because of whatever reason. Yeah. But I I, I know how it came up. Go ahead. It actually was segue into our conversation. Oh shit. Of Chris Brown. Oh, That's sh- what the conversation was. Somebody, okay. Somebody had called Chris Brown a colorist. And oh, I was like, well, he is. But how is that? Or does he just have a preference because he's dated the same type of woman? No, that's not it. Do you remember that time that story came out where this girl, this dark skinned girl was going to was going into the club or whatever? She was in the club and all her friends were like light skinned or something like that. And he was picking out girls to be in his section. And he literally was like pointing at her and was like, no darkies allowed. But did he say that or just the fact that she happened to be dark skinned? No, she, he said that. She said that he said that. That's a colorist statement. That's crazy. If if he if he did say that, yeah. 
But you know me. Yeah. I need I need it on tape. Right. I feel I you. I need to hear it. I feel you. Because I'm just you. like, you know. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. That that's a that's a rough one. I mean, yeah. I don't know. I don't know, sis. I it, I will say for me, it's a turn off if I'm talking to a guy and he's like, Oh, you just my type because I like him like. Oh yeah. If somebody were to like you to say that out loud, it's like what are what are we doing? If you right say now? you're, you know, you know, you're my type because, you know, of the shape or whatever, like, oh, you got long hair, whatever. That's understood. But like to be like, oh, you're my type because you this, I'm just like sick. You're sick. You know what I'm saying? Like, oh, I like them caramel. Like, mm. I don't even like caramel. Mm. Anyway. <laughs> um, <laughs> but speaking of Chris Brown, mm-hmm. so Chris Brown was a hot topic per usual over the last, like, I, I always feel bad for the dude because, like, y'all just can't keep his name out your mouth. Damn. So first it was because he congratulated Rihanna on being in the Super Bowl. Like, he's done songs with her since the incident. Mm. So I don't know why y'all haven't moved on. But that's number one. And now, um, apparently, Chloe Bailey, you know, she's getting ready to put out her new album. Mm-hmm. And apparently, Chris Brown is in one of her new videos that she has coming out. Mm-hmm. And people are having a fit about it. And he, also, what is her name from 3LW? Uh, Keely. Keely. Mm-hmm. She also decided to speak on Chris Brown and how... She doesn't like him and, you know, he beats women and everything like that. And Chris Brown has some time. Um, mm-hmm. He literally called her like an Amtrak. Damn. Um, he went in on her, but he really just kind of like took the time to address how he's been feeling. And I thought it was very, very interesting. He took to Instagram, his Instagram story and said, if y'all still hate me for a mistake I made as a 17 year old, please kiss my whole entire ass. I'm, <laughs> I'm effing 33. I'm so tired of y'all running with this narrative. Y'all weird ass niggas are the same, are the same ones that tune in every week to see Blueface and Croissant. Is her name Croissant? I think it's Croissant. Okay. To see Blueface and Croissant beat the F out of each other in front of the world. But that's okay. It's entertainment. Y'all can suck my whole area disrespectfully. Damn, I mean, I don't, I don't pay a, a, a attention to Blueface and Krishan because I, I think they're both ugly. Mm-hmm. So whenever they come across my timeline, I'm like, this is this really oh, in my business. Last me. Yeah, he's ugly. She's missing a tooth. It's bizarre. What the fuck is going on? And yeah, go ahead. Yeah. <laughs> um, and you know what? I didn't realize that happened when Chris Brown was seventeen. Seventeen. Do. Y- do you think we are? Well, be- this, that happened in like two thousand nine. I can't remember something like that. So like, yeah, because he's a year younger than me. So yeah, about about seventeen, eighteen. Yeah. Do you think we're beyond the cancellation of him? I'm gonna be honest. I never canceled him. Right. I canceled him. You know when my cancellation stopped to Chris Brown when I heard Rihanna's unpo- um unapologetic album and he was on there. Oh shit! Like literally, mm-hmm. like two albums later. And I mean, and then even the context of the song, you'll always be mine, <laughs> always be your girl. So I was like, oh, well, she cool. Yeah. I'm cool. And, you know, I don't, I never, I still like Chris Brown. Mm-hmm. I like him as an artist. I think he's a very talented dude. Um, but I, to to answer your question, like, I, I think we're way past the cancellation. Un, I don't want to say unfortunate. Mm-hmm. But the thing is now you got the Gen Z's. That are just keep you know that are now catching up to things that we experience and it's like oh wait a minute yeah what you yeah. mean he beat Rihanna up what are you talking yeah. about 
And now they're like holding him accountable for it again. Yeah. And it's just like how it's almost like, you know, a cycle. It is. Cause think about Bill Cosby. Mm -hmm. So our parents grew up on Bill Cosby and how he was just this prolific figure and blah, blah, blah. So like they taught us that Bill Cosby was awesome. Especially I can imagine growing up in Philadelphia, that type of situation was probably beyond words. And then all this stuff happened, and we're like, oh, well, we don't have to watch the Cosby show anymore. Like, absolutely not. Okay, as someone raised in Philadelphia, for me personally, like I said, I never really watched the Cosby show that much as a kid. Mm, um, okay. You know, he, you, we, we know that he has the, the affiliation or had the affiliation with Temple University. Yeah. We saw the commercials all the time like that. Um, but I, no one in my family ever talked about him drugging people before right like this was all news to me right but i think it's different for us like the millennials because action was actually taken see mm. action wasn't taken back then very true and i think it's different from chris brown because action was taken immediately immediately when those photos were released of rihanna yeah he all his ads the double mint the all them all Everything those was done. all those commercials like all that shit was done his action was taken immediately. And I honestly do feel like maybe we are past the cancellation of Chris. I know that Rihanna has had to forgive him for her own peace. Right. And I understand that some people are like, no, I can never forgive give that. I think if Rihanna can forgive him, right. then maybe we should also be able to do, do so as well. Right. And also, he was 17 years old. Right. And to still be holding that. Yeah. Against someone in and now that I'm I didn't realize he was like that only three years younger than me. Mm -hmm. Like that is such a crazy thing to be holding against him. Like you, I'm sure they've spoken their piece. And I'm sure they shed, shed like a lot of tears yeah. and has some seriously like deep conversations about that. Yeah. And now I'm just sitting here thinking about it like yeah, I think I would say that we are past the cancellation of it. Like, you know what I'm saying? The reason I've canceled Chris Brown is because I, I don't have time to be listening to 40 song albums. I'm, I'm not doing that I'm shit. I'm not. I'm just not. That's where my cancellation is. I'm cance I cancel him by default. Not because I, I didn't like think the music was good. I don't have that kind of time. I cancel him per project. So, yeah, that... <laughs> that 45 that 45 song album, I was like, okay, I'll wait for the next... The next drop. Then okay. he came out with them little little singles like Heat and all that. I was yeah. like, okay, Chris is back, Breezy's back. Then he just dropped out this. He dropped this new album. And I was like, oh, love it. Um, but yeah, I I agree with Chris with this situation oh, because for sure. honestly, I don't I don't understand the infatuation with Blueface and Krishan. I don't either. I really, I'm not, I'm not seeing it. You know, I, I'm I don't see why there's such a thing like we're acting like blue faces you know but that's just social media just amping up the drama and the toxicity like you know what i mean that's such a mess people love to see that it's stuff. not it's it's not it's not it's not even cute anymore no. like we shouldn't even like the first couple months i was like okay this is all right they're the new it couple i guess quote unquote but now it's like she out here just fighting everybody it's like I don't like it. I I, I totally agree with Christopher. Mm -hmm. Absolutely, absolutely. It's, like, yeah, no, yeah, no. It's very very ugly. Yeah, so very very. She's ugly. not cute. I don't care what y'all say. Yeah, it's a mess. <laughs> it's not cute at all. But um, so yeah, that's what we we're talking about. Uh, Chris Brown. Speaking of fighting. Ooh. Speaking of fighting, so <laughs> wait, what? We talking about the woman in the gym? Oh, you right. Yeah. 
Mm-hmm. Ladies, kind of goes back to what sis was talking about. Um, which you can't wrap your head around opening your blinds and stuff like that. Like, okay. So I'm gonna talk. I'm, I'm gonna talk about the story first, and then I'm gonna give my hot take on this situation. Mm-hmm. So this woman in Florida was in her apartment gym, heard a knock on the door, let a neighbor in because she's seen this dude in the gym before. People forget their key fob, whatever. She ain't think nothing of it. He attacks her mm-hmm. in the gym, literally in the gym, um, chases her around. There's video, everything. Chases her around, and she ends up beating his ass. Beating his ass because mm-hmm. she was like, absolutely not. First of all, I think Sis is a professional bodybuilder. Love that for her. So she was like, oh. And she literally said it on like on um to the news. She was like, Yeah, I really like wasn't really fearful. It was just like, like, dude, get the hell off of me. Like, what are you doing? Mm-hmm. Um, she ended up escaping. Cool. She got out. Everything was great. The problem is the next day, this dude did the exact same thing. So allegedly, he was watching this woman on her balcony. There's another woman. This is a different a different woman in the complex. Watched her on the balcony. Went up to his door. Went up to her door. She opened it, which I'm not understanding. Yes. Her, her apartment door? She opened up her door because she thought he was the maintenance man. And I'm like, but did you call for maintenance? Did you ask for maintenance to come? I'm not opening my door for maintenance unless I get... Unless there's a letter going around saying, hey, we're doing some routine stuff in each unit. Right. Expect to hear from us between this time and this time on this day through this day. Or if I actually put in a work order. Other than that, why are you knocking on my door? Absolutely not. So she opens up the door and the dude actually was like, you know, hey, like, do you want to hang out? And she was like, dude, get the hell away from me. And before she could slam the door, he actually stepped foot in the apartment. By the grace of God, her fiance was in the apartment and chased him away. Um, the dude actually admitted to wanting to have sex with both of the women. Like, that was his whole, he was like, I thought she was pretty and I was going to go try and uh, sleep with her. Point blank, period. What? Yeah, that's what happened. That is what happened. He's in jail. You know, cops got him real quick. Um, but to to the hot take for what you were saying earlier... Mm-hmm. I got two hot takes. Yeah, go ahead. People that work out past 10 o'clock at night, y'all are weird. It was nighttime when she was working out? 10 o'clock at night. I, I have, I used to, every once in a while, when I had insomnia and my gym was open. F, gym, no. You're right. You're no. absolutely right. Absolutely not. No. You're right. I can't even, I'm not even wrong. You're not even, I can't even disagree. You are absolutely right. I don't care if she was a bodybuilder. What if dude was in there with a knife? True. Okay. You Okay. Like, so... Luckily, he was just that type of... He was just a pervert, Yeah, basically. Yep. But things could have gotten out of hand real quick. And then also, call me an asshole. You're a grown-ass person. Why are you forgetting your key fob? Leave his ass out there. Yeah, like, I literally would look you dead in the face while I'm lifting gyms. Like, oh. Mm, damn. damn. Hate that for you. Guess you got to go back upstairs and get your it's, key fob. Yeah. Because I'm not letting your ass in. Especially not, after at 10. I'm not... No. Hell no. I had a problem with my apartment complex because you see... You've driven to my apartment mm-hmm. complex before. Now it's covered. Yeah. But before, any time of night, you could see anybody in there. Anybody could be. I have been in the wow. gym at night, not that late. You know, it's giving 7 p.m. Right. And I, you know me. Y'all know I got. She's you know. scary. I'm scary. And so somebody could be walking their dog past it. I'll be like, oh, ma'am. Oh, because I don't trust people. I don't have time. But those that go to the gym after 10 o'clock at night, 
<laughs> no. You're weird. I don't care. You're right. That it is. It is. It is kind of weird. But I mean, I will say this: she said she was a bodybuilder, so it seemed like a good time to get in the gym and start lifting some weights. Yeah, bodybuild a knife if he had or a gun. Damn. Then what? Then what you gonna do? But she had his ass in like a headlock into. She really did beat his ass. She had him folded up and whatnot. I'm yeah. like, good for her. Yeah. I mean, he had him like flip-flops and like so yeah. she, and even then, so like, you know, sis, if you see him with flip-flops on, who's coming to the gym with flip-flops? Exactly. Leave his ass out there. But I mean, I the only thing I will understand is the fact that like she said, you know, I've seen him in the gym before. I've been in the gym with him. So it was like I didn't really think anything oh, of it. Oh, damn. Yeah. She was like, I didn't, okay, oh, that's my neighbor. I see him all the time. Da da da. But so? Absolutely not. Damn. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. Leave no. his ass out there. F. So please stop going to the gym by yourselves at night. Yeah. I mean, that that late. You know, yeah. you want to go at 7, 8 o'clock. I think 8 o'clock's pushing it myself, but that's just me. 7 is a good, is a good time. Cause, yeah. Because like the after work rush hour losers have left. So you get all the machines to yourself. Yeah. Uh, like, I can't even, I wouldn't even go to the gym at like 5 o'clock in the morning. Like, I don't know. Oh, really? Why not? Because it's too early? Yeah. I am asleep. Oh, well, I mean, oh, I thought maybe it was because, like, people at the gym. I mean, it's still dark outside. It is still dark outside. And, again, I'm asleep. Yeah. So, I'm a lunchtime type of girl. Yeah, when I work from home, the middle of the day work, because the hotties, the hotties be in there, too, in my gym. The nobodies be in my gym. Yeah. Like, nobody's in there. It's been several times where it's just me in my gym mm-hmm. alone. It's, it's an old man that comes in with a little trainer sometimes. That's about it. Yeah, no. So I keep, I like it like that. It be the body fitness people who don't got a regular job who be at my gym oh. during midday. It don't be a, it don't be a lot though. They be doing the most though. Like no, they actually be all right. They be looking good. Hmm. I be like, way to go, Connor. <laughs> uh. <laughs> Speaking of its way, has R and B lost its way? That's the question. Oh. I sent sis this video on the uh, Tiki Talk, um, and this was a good conversation, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, so let us play it. Here it is. When you talk about like us not being <laughs> yeah. taught how to keep, like, bro, if you go back to the seventies, there's plenty of music about how to keep a woman happy. That's plenty. a fact. Like, if you now go back to the sixties, the fifties, like, yeah. it wasn't until the violence in our yeah. communities mm-hmm. became. Mm-hmm. Entertainment for the masses, and we know who the masses are. That you saw a switch from what was acceptable to come from our community and be called art. Mm. Our our love stories was no longer art Art. because white people couldn't consume that. There was nothing palatable about black love because it was versed in something different. Our love had to come from struggle. Our love had to be be had through strife, and we talked about that, bro. Like that's what you and we talked about the resilience in love. Exactly. Bruh, we just yell. We know, I, just, just start what yelling on the track. I love you. Like, bro, just yell. <laughs> just do like, it. I really had to love you hard. Mm-hmm. I agree with this young man. Okay. I think he definitely has a valid point. I do feel, as someone, oldies is a big, big part of my growing up. Yeah. You know, I'm from Philadelphia, the city of soul music. Like, Ooh, Teddy Pendergrass. Okay, like, yeah. check the receipts. Oof. You know what I'm saying? So oldies, Patty and them. That all that music is important to me. And I do think that, like, when our NWAs 
came out in our whomevers, whomevers. Like in that era of mm-hmm. like very gritty, yeah, hardcore hip hop, I do think it changed in the way love is portrayed in R and B music and things like like we because you think about like even today we got our <laughs> we got R and B singers talking. I want to blow your back out, girl, and I'm leaving tomorrow. Like. What the fuck is going on? This is an R&B song. <laughs> what do you mean you want to blow my back out, but you got to go pick up your baby from Takesha House? What is going on? <laughs> and like, you know, I'm like, <laughs> yo, <laughs> am I lying? Like, no, you know, like why, why do our R&B singers sound like hip hop artists? Hmm. And I feel like I do think like we would all like to think that I think like, um, that are that you know we're not as influenced by you know entertainment in a sense but i do feel like a lot of us are influenced by what we're listening to right and i can't help but think that because a lot of like hip-hop and whatnot is so gritty and raw and it's kind of like very like demeaning towards women like i do think that that once the music changed it affected those generations like you know gen gen x and so forth. <laughs> I do. Yeah. I, um, because I think when, she, when Sis sent it to me, I was kind of like, I kind of agree, kind of don't at the same time. Mm-hmm. Definitely agree on the way music was in the 60s, 70s, even the 80s. Like, yeah, it was definitely love stories. Um, and two, you literally said what I was going to say. Like, because when I was listening, I was like, that's more of like a hip hop situation. And I l- literally thought of N.W.A., mm-hmm. um, you know, the KRS-1s of the world and all like when hip hop came. And I'm not talking about a one a two. Right. I'm not talking about that. <laughs> right. I'm talking about the like knock you in your teeth, fuck mm-hmm. the police, like that type of shit. Yeah. Um, but I, I think that it was more hardcore because it was like we're talking about like those type of songs we're talking about the political things like we're angry like yeah enough with all that love now we in the streets because i'm pissed off Mm -hmm. you know what i mean because of what's going on with my people as a music head though when it comes to r&b music i disagree okay because i think if we're talking about just like mainstream Mm r&b maybe but there's so many amazing songs out there and artists that are still like deep into the love making they're still making that type of music like even like chloe bailey with that song surprise very soft very feminine like this is what i want to do the airy lennox of the world the giveons of the world giveon if you really listen to giveon's music mm-hmm. he reminds me of like a teddy pendergrass mixed with a frank sinatra type situation his music is very much like I'm infatuated with you. Yeah. Like, I love you. Like, it's almost like stalker music type situation. Mm-hmm. Like, so I think f- from that aspect and those type of artists, the Airy Lennox, the Giveons of the world, um, shoot, even the Duran Bernards of the world. Yeah, Cause now on. we're like, now love is, you know, music is so fluid. And it's like, I'm talking about whoever I want to love. Right. Um, and I'm going to love you. There were Alex Vaughn and, you know, shoot, um, Alex Isley. Yeah. There I do think that, that R and B is in a really good space. Like, no, will we ever get another Marvin Gaye, Teddy Pendergrass, Patty LaBelle? No. But I think that R and B music is safe with the summer walkers of the world. Mm-hmm. Uh, maybe not this album. Maybe not the album Damn. that she just came out with. <laughs> <laughs> you know, now now. 
Now, now you do have some, and I'm going to say this, and I don't care. Ooh. The scissors of the world, those are the ones that he's talking about. I just killed my ex and all that other bullshit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That, if I was going to put a category of R&B, like. Okay, I got a question for you, sis. Yeah. All right, this this might be a stretch. All right, I okay. might I might be reaching. I might be like stretch Armstrong with okay. this one. Okay, Michael Jordan and Space Jam. Mm-hmm. Like, okay. yeah. So, I'm gonna watch that this weekend. Yeah, sure. Sorry. So, if we're talking about like where this would come from, right? Where I'm gonna just use N- NWA as my first example. That's all I have in my head, y'all. No shade, mm-hmm. no tea. If NWA is the first hip hop group to come out with these really gritty rap records that do demean women that does start a trickle effect into music. So now we have like, in all genres now, we have men trickling down, talking about how bitches ain't shit, but mm-hmm. hoes and tricks, mm-hmm. right? So now we're at that part in hip hop, just in hip hop in general, right. we're at a point where women are in the music like, fuck these niggas, I'ma get this cash, I'ma right. shake my ass and I'ma do it fast, right. or whatever. Okay, bars. <laughs> bars. Sign me, sign me. <laughs> Would it be safe to say that SZA's latest album is literally an answer to what had happened before her? Hmm. I might not be able to answer that because I could not get through her whole album. Damn. I just, I just, I don't resonate with that young lady. Mm -hmm. Um, This album, Control, I thought was decent, but um, I don't know. Um, Now... I might switch artists and go to like Summer Walker. Yeah. Sure. Okay. Absolutely. Um, you know, because if you listen to Summer Walker's, uh, I know she's weird, y'all. I really <laughs> like she's she's odd and she, you know, mm-hmm. but she has a story. And if you really listen to her mixtapes up until her debut album and now her second album, you can just kind of see the love story um, that she put out one about herself and then her relationship. One thing I will say about Summer Walker is like she kind of skipped, she kind of sticks to the R&B. Like, yeah, like yeah. she's talking about love. She's talking about relationships. She's talking about men or whatever. You know what I'm saying? Talking about her, you know, her healing phase and things like that. Her mixtapes really talk about that. Then her first album was all about her uh, first baby, for, like London on the track. Yeah. Like, you know, that was like an, it was really like an ode to him, mm. um, you know, and everything that he kind of helped her with. Right. And then the second album was more like, let me tell y'all what this nigga did to me because we're not even together no more. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Now I'm just the fourth baby mama. Damn. You know what I mean? Um, and it's the reason why Sierra was on there because Sierra was also mm-hmm. the fourth baby mama in the future. So I'll use her as an example. Sure, sure, sure. Um, yeah, I'll definitely, use, to answer your question, then I would definitely say uh, Summer Walker's second album is definitely in response to before absolutely i mean i just i'm only asking because i feel like you know i feel like with music especially like with women in music everything was of like it's the effect to the cause yes you know like you know the 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 dynamics of women and representation in terms Mm -hmm. of like r&b and hip-hop has changed completely because of what we have seen over the last 30 50 hip-hop just turned 50. 50 And female rap may be like popping like the way it is, is what, three? Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So we've, this is like 40 for 47 years. Well, I'll, I'll take off maybe 10. 
<laughs> you yeah. know, for like, so maybe like the 37 years, it was all like, these hoes ain't nothing, bro. You got to fuck them and duck them. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, and now it's just like, I don't know. I just feel like the, the, the effect of all of where we are at now because yeah. it comes from somewhere above in that timeline. Yeah. And I can't help but think like, for sure, like, that's why I agree with him so much is because I do think like, I hear you. Mm -hmm. You know way more about, you know, you listen, Sherelle listens to one way more music than I do, okay? <laughs> but love in, in the 50s and 60s, that was across. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? It was across the entire. Mm -hmm. And it's not like that, unfortunately. That's why we have R&B artists who are out here and they're hurt. Like, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, it's just... I don't know. I get that. No, I can understand. And I, I mean, yeah, we'll probably we'll probably never get back to a point where it's like, or maybe we will. We just won't be here for it. But I think you know what, and I guess because I do listen, like, I literally can pull up because mm -hmm. there's there's certain songs that are out, and they might not be popular artists. Yeah. Um, and it might I may be putting y'all onto some things right now, but like or some people, there's certain songs by certain artists that will give you that old school like that love it's like oh my gosh she is in love with her man mm -hmm. and this man is in love with um like i i do love van jess i think those two ladies are amazing they definitely yes. give me 90s r&b vibes those Absolutely. girls can sing beautiful they've done some work with k Tronado, who i love too oh enough like uh, yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. like even like this is no, you know, not me being biased, but even like Luke James, like if you have listened to Luke James song, like all of your love or um, these arms of mine, like especially these arms of mine, these arms of mine are very like, um, I mean, not these arms of mine, just these arms, very like, <sighs> very 1950s and 1960s. Like just mm. let me hold you, just hug you. But there's another song that I, a couple songs that I really love. Mm -hmm. um, um, hold on, where is it? Um, it's called. Where is it? <laughs> okay, it's called "Love by You," uh, "Loved by You" by Sam Henshaw. Literally brought some tears to my eyes one day, like, cause it's like you gotta. I'm I'm a words girl, so I'm literally listening to what he's saying about this woman. I'm like, God, like he said, I'll like, he said I'll bring out the sun, dry out the rain, like. I'll be your Uber driver when you, I'll be your sanity when you feel insane. Like, God damn it. Yeah. Then there's another song called, um, remedy by this girl named cherish. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. So a lot of these songs that are like real, like deep in love, they're just not as popular. Yeah. Like, yeah. Honestly, like I got, yeah, it's, I'm sorry. It's called remedy by Sharice. Okay. Or even like Adele all night park, um, all night parking. Have you heard her new album? Mm -mm. Listen to that song, like all night parking. She's just talking about how like, I want to. I'm at this party and I got all this shit to do, but all I'm really thinking about is being with my man. Yeah, like and it's just very classic and just you know, there's a lot of artists like that, like Jack James and Sinead Harnett and Child. You see this list? Yeah, she's got a nice. This is this is just my do not disturb playlist. Yeah, that's all that is. Full long, very long. She's <laughs> yes, been, do a whole. She's been scrolling for a long time. Half a work day. Yeah, right? or you got the Snow Allegra's of the world, like you know. Mm -hmm. Um. And then, you know, my my playlist where I got Aerie Lennox, but then I got The Intruders. Yeah. You know, very old school. Like, come on now. Because that's that's where I'm at. Like, <laughs> when I think about love songs for me, and, and that, that might just, like, again, like I said, like, I've been listening to oldies since right out the womb. 
Steph, Steph was like, here you go. put these headphones yeah, on. Yeah, we grew up on the, you know, yeah. on those type of songs. Right. Like Stephanie Mills and, you know, mm-hmm. all them. Like yeah. we. The Dells, the Delphonics. All the The groups. The Shy Lights. The Ooh, child, they was running that The. Okay. The Four Tops. The, the Commodores. The Temptations. The Intruders. <laughs> They was running that the. Don't get Ralph to talking about Ooh. the the groups because he pull out. He be like, child. He be like, I, I got the albums upstairs. Okay. He the, got the shy lights, the Manhattan. Yo. The cocktails, the this, the that. They was running that the into the ground. No okay? pronouns, just the just people. The the and them. <laughs> Literally. <laughs> okay, not the pro, not the they them sort of. Child. But yeah, interesting conversation. For like, sure. I would love to hear y'all's opinions on this. Mm. Hit us up in the uh, comments section or whatever. And I can send y'all my playlist if y'all want to. Yeah. Maybe. I I can send y'all oldies playlist. I'll put the, together oldies playlist if you want me to. Maybe we can do that. We'll put something together. Not a problem. Maybe like a, a old school meets new school type Ooh, of I playlist. <gasps> so you pick out the new school. Can I pick out the old school? Yeah. All right, bet. We'll make like a get some. You get some problematic R&B like Brent Fiaz. Um, this is that shit I'm talking about. I don't want to hear that shit. Brent Fires, <laughs> Brent Fires is from the DMV area, so you know they got some issues. Ooh, child. You know them DV, DMV men got some. Mm-hmm. They, you know, they a little toxic. Mm-hmm. But it's like Brent Fires is one of like he talks a bit like I'm into it. Yeah, like it's like he don't look how he sound. It's like ah, I'm intrigued by this guy. Oh my god, Simone thinks he's fine. He she oh. calls him Brent Fine ass. Like oh, that's good for her. Yeah, you know. Great gowns, beautiful gowns. Yeah. <laughs> uh, we got three topics we want we need to run through real quick. Okay. All right, sis, you have this Lamar Johnson wrongfully convicted and has oh. been set free. Oh my gosh. I'm really tired of, of people. I'm not even gonna say black people, just, but fine. Mm-hmm. Actually, yeah. Of black people being in jail for years and you know good and dead well they're not supposed to be in there. Mm-hmm. Um anyway, so this man, Lamar Johnson, was in a Missouri prison. 27 years for a crime that he did not commit uh that he did not commit mm-hmm. i'm just gonna read this from cnn okay so a missouri man has been serving who has been serving a life sentence for nearly three decades was free last week after a judge ruled he is innocent and vacated his murder conviction he was sentenced to life with the possibility of parole in 1995 wow. after being convicted of murder in the death of marcus boyd the year prior at the time police said johnson and another man shot and killed boyd but johnson was giving a new hearing um after somebody filled a motion last year saying his convicting his conviction was based in large part on false eyewitness testimony and accusing prosecutors and investigators of misconduct wow wow literally wow wow i was literally watching the episode at svu i don't know i've been in my svu bag lately i see yeah um <laughs> but it was an episode about this man who had been in jail for years, mm-hmm. accused of killing his mother and his sister. Mm. He'd been claiming his innocence forever. Now, the reason that he did not give an alibi, unfortunately, because he was gay. Um, and he did not want people oh. to know where he was at the time of this murder. Because he was actually at the beach with somebody that he was in love with, yeah. doing whatever they are doing. Um, and when he finally got out of jail, they, you know, because... Uh, it was whatever an old case a new case came up that brought this case up and uh, the detective mm-hmm. helped this man get out of jail and it was so amazing when he finally got out of jail he made them a promise uh, they, he made them promise to find where his mother he didn't even know where his mom and sister were buried mm. oh um, my god and they ended up taking him to where they was and come to find out the detective started a GoFundMe 
to get a proper burial site for them. Yeah. And he was like, wow, this is so beautiful. And they said, you know, this is from donations. It was a GoFundMe. Dude said, what's that? Had no idea what a GoFundMe was. Had no idea about so many things. So imagine what Lamar Johnson, 1995, he might have kids. Mm. He might, like, he has a whole new world that he needs to learn now. All because of some false witnesses. Yeah. How do you have false eyewitness testimony? That's crazy to me. Everybody failed. Everybody failed. And oof. I, I got it. I want to say something. No, I'm going to say it. Say it. I feel like when these cases come up and these people who get off, they, 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 they're finally set free from wrongfully conviction. I need everybody from the back. Everybody who was involved needs to be. Yeah. To the front. To the front. And now we need to run a case on y'all. Cause what the fuck is going on? Yeah. How did you miss this? Yeah. What, what is this about? Was this racially like why? They literally said on the night of the killing, Johnson had an alibi. He had an alibi and prosecutors did not present any physical evidence linking him to the killing. Instead, prosecutors relied heavily on a single one person, a single eyewitness, almost like how y'all find one link. Oh, my sorry. (laughs) Who identified Johnson as one of the killers because, you know, all black people look alike. During the new hearing, he then recanted his identification of Johnson as the one who shot Boyd, uh, as one who as one who shot Boyd. Like then, the hearing also determined prosecutors paid this eyewitness for more than four thousand dollars in witness compensation mm-hmm. before the trial that was not disclosed at the time. So to Sister's point, all them prosecutors where they at? Because by now they're probably district attorneys somewhere. <sighs> That's messed up. And you know, also, like, I just thought about what you said about how, like, he's going to he's gonna get out of there and have to learn, like, all this stuff. Yeah. The government and all this stuff, like, y'all want to put these people in, in jail, but then when y'all let them free, it's just like, okay, fly, little bird. Like, literally. You've been in for jail for, for, they've been in jail for 20 years. They don't even know, they don't even know, like, we're not even using flip phones no more. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't know if I'll ever be able to do this. I mean, I've talked many times on the show about being a lawyer and, like, how I feel about some of the treatment of prisoners, you know, just by watching, you know, certain things like, you know, Khalil Brown. Um, I'm sorry, I'm drawing a blank. Khalif Browder. Uh, Khalil, yeah, like yeah. though, like men like that, and even like the Exonerated Five, like watching their story, just kind of like I personally feel like there needs to be some type of um, rehabilitation within the jail system, and I don't know how we would be able to get that done because at the end of the day, yes, there are certain people that are going to die in prison. Like some people that deserve to be there for the rest of their life, especially those that are not remorseful. They're still in jail doing hateful things and practicing, um, hateful, hateful things. Mm -hmm. But for those that are like, you know, I've been in here for a long time and I understand what was wrong and I do have a possibility of getting out. I personally feel like there needs to be some type of rehabilitation, like where you're training these people just in case that does happen. You never know. They might have that parole hearing and the parole board is like, you know what? You've been in here 10 years, mm-hmm. you know, for a petty crime or whatever it is. And we understand that you've been on good behavior, you've been doing this. And to Sis's point, you just want them to go out in the world. But do they know how to, do they know how to type? Do they know how to tie a tie? Mm-hmm. Do they know, uh, do they know that damn debit cards are elite, damn near not even needed anymore? Do yeah. they even know what Apple Pay is? Like, this stuff is real. And, like, 
y'all aren't doing anything to prepare them. Absolutely not. And then, especially like for people who like get off and then end up back in there, I'm, I don't have time. I th- I don't. We really don't have enough time for us to yeah, go into like we can we can we can go in. Which that might have to be. I have like no. I don't have time. I don't have time to get into this conversation, but it's just, <laughs> I don't, and it, it's just completely ill-prepared. You're, you're ill-prepared. You're just worried. I just, this government stresses me the fuck out. Yeah. And I, and I get angry thinking about this kind of stuff because you guys, this government literally does not care about you. And then you wonder why Khalif Browser, why am I like Browder? Saying, Is it Browder? I want to, yeah. You wonder why what happened to him actually happened. You let that young man out into the world after suffering what he suffered outside and then suffered it again inside and then you let him out and then... Now we got documentaries instead of him being here to tell his story. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I'm sorry. So. (sighs) Congrats to Lamar Johnson for getting out. And just pray that he has the right type, the the right type of people around him Mm -hmm. to help him navigate through this nasty ass world. Because child, there are people that are willing and ready to put you back in there. They sure are. So they sure are. Um, Sis, you wanted to talk about the NBA All-Star Weekend. You we, said it was boo-boo? It was horrible. It was absolutely F. Um, I have never seen a more boring All-Star Weekend <laughs> in my life. I think some people, like, well, let me not say I think. A lot of people were blaming it on the location. It was in Salt Lake City, Utah. Mm-hmm. Um, they got the whitest rapper or whatever to promote it. They got Post Malone. Oh. Um, <laughs> but then... The, the <laughs> I'm sorry, but the whitest rapper ever is killing me. I mean, because it was like, I mean, because I was like, first I was like, wait, Post Malone's from New York, so he's not even from Utah. Oh. No. He's from like upstate New York. So like, um, but um, it was just, it was just bad. The best part of it was like the halftime performance, which was an ode to Afrobeats. Oh, how cute. In girl, Utah? Girl. Is it like, is there, is there a big African population out in Utah? Um, no. Absolutely not. Oh. Burner Boy, Thames, and I've, I'm not sure who the second performer was. That was the best part of it for me. Yeah. Um, Burner Boy is fine. I'm a shy hoe. Oh. Um. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yeah. Um, but. I will say it was appropriate because the NBA did announce a lot of initiatives that they are doing um, in Africa. I mean, obviously there is a decent representation of Africans in the NBA. You have um, the uh, uh, Giannis's family, Um, you know, (laughs) Bam and, you know, Sergey Ibaka. There's so many of them, um, you know, that are from over there. So it makes sense. But regardless of that, it was horrible. Worst dunk contest ever except for mac mcclung who saved it this little white boy from the g league damn not the white boy from the g league showing everybody else up that's crazy when i say showed everybody the up damn philadelphia 76ers gave him a two-day contract for him to actually uh participate and he understood the assignment and was like that was my time yeah that little white boy had 50s across the board you get 50s i hope they signed him I hope so. He's a clearly he's a he's a, a YouTube sensation. I had no idea who this kid was until um, Brandon showed me on YouTube. And they was like, mm-hmm. yeah, they was like, nah, yeah, he's like that. And he literally showed. Wow. The rest of y'all that have whole million dollar contracts. That's probably why. F. 
They don't got nothing to lose. That's why. Even the three-point shootout. like They don't got nothing to lose. But that Mr. G League, he has something to gain. Girl, listen. He had the time of his life. He actually introduced Post Malone. So he was the most exciting part of, of the weekend for mm-hmm. me. Um, I heard y'all boy Carl Malone was out there. But the 12-year-olds in the house. Go- Damn. Damn. Yes, Carl Malone, they did uh, recognize him. He did participate as a judge. Oh, but they recognize him as a pedoph- uh, pedophilia? So, yeah. Well, yeah. As a pedophile? You know that shadow is going to be with him the rest of his life. He mm. did judge the slam dunk contest and uh, all that stuff like that. But they also had a moment for him since he's a, I guess, a legendary Utah jazz um, and he did actually make a comment because, of course, people asked him about it. And he was like, I'm not going to address that. That's my personal life. I really don't care about it. I'm going to deal with it just like I've been dealing with everything else. So he pretty much told everybody to, like, I don't care and mind your business. So, I mean. Put your 12-year-olds in the house. You know, um, I guess, you know, you get a 13-year-old pregnant at 20. So. Prison. But he's out here. Mm. And, uh. But yeah, it was just F. LeBron got hurt. Oh man, Giannis got hurt at the All Star game during the game. That's crazy. During the game. During the game. Damn, that's crazy. It was just an F. Dang, sis is not impressed. I wasn't. And then the worst of them, the worst of the slam dunk contest, unfortunately, mm-hmm. was a member of my goddamn New York Knicks, <laughs> Jericho Sims. <laughs> and I literally retweeted because apparently he was on Instagram like. He's in some island. I don't know. I guess the Knicks is on vacation. I don't know. Talk about I'm not embarrassed. And I was like, and that's the problem. You should be. Damn. Your dunks were the mo- the worst dunks I've ever seen in life. Damn. Damn. You should not be let back in Madison Square Garden. <gasps> wow. You need a break. Like, don't come back there for another week. Damn. I you, said what I said. You're going in right now. Because it pissed me off. Like, I was like, what is this? I look forward to the slam dunk contest. Like, I look forward to that Saturday night. And I was just like. And I had wine, so it should have been more exciting. And I just, but to that little white boy. <laughs> Damn. Because he has something to gain. The rest of them don't. They, all, they already got their money. Child. They already got their money. I mean, I mean, when I say he's, he ain't the Travis Kelsey white boy, it's giving. Mm, just a regular white boy. Leave it to Beaver. Dennis the like, Menace. Giving like, Todd. Damn. Like, like his name is Mac, but he's giving Steven. Damn. You know, Connor. What'd you say? Connor. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Damn, he has something to gain. Yeah, no. Like I said, yeah. Mm-mm. Speaking of not having something to lose. Damn. The last thing on our list here, we thought this was, <laughs> I mean, it's his already. It's already his. This is a funny video we saw that came across our timeline. <laughs> and I mean, appropriate. And as before I start, this is a Will Smith stand account. Okay, we stand with uh, Will Smith here. Because we're West Philadelphia born and raised. Uh, South Philly, but sure. Oh, yeah, I'm New York. Yeah. <laughs> here we go. I'm going to tell you something fucking crazy. This this is literally, it sounds insane, but it will change your life. And by change your life, I mean it will make your life so much more interesting and fun. Did you know that you can pick any object, look at it, and ask it what it thinks of you? So, for example, you can pick up a pen and ask it how it sees you or what it thinks of you. And you will get an answer in your mind from your intuition. You can ask your car what it thinks of you. You can even ask money what it thinks of you. (laughs) I 
listen for, if you're listening will smith was stitching a girl right and at the end he picked up his oscar we know how he got that one we know the vibe there i love it so appropriate i mean like he still got it oscars are around the corner yeah so i love it that i'm living for it i love it i this is a will smith stand account i stand with will smith you know my parents actually going to see chris rock tonight that's lame damn I can't wait for them to, to tell. I want you to. I want you to ask them what he said about what they said about uh, Will Smith. I am. Yeah, I'm kind of excited to hear the hot takes from it. Like, there's no phones allowed. Of course not. Um, no, but my dad was like reading. Like basically, they they give everybody like this like lock for their phone. Mm-hmm, yeah. Grow up. Like I'm not doing all that. They yeah. They don't want their content to get out. I mean, I kind of understand it from an aspect. It's like. Like people that be on their phones like during a movie and stuff, like enjoy what's happening. You paid all this money to see this dude and you're on your phone. Right. I never understood how people are even paying attention to stuff of like yeah, you know, I know you got a live tweet, but like I don't know. I just uh, but yeah, they're going to see him, so we shall see. That's your man's though. You like Chris Rock. I do enjoy Chris Rock. Yeah. I do enjoy Chris I enjoy old Chris Rock. The new Chris Rock has gotten ridiculously political. Yeah, he has some of the new comedians like D.L. Hughley, Chris Rock, I, even uh, Dave Chappelle, mm-hmm. very political, and it's like where are the where are the jokes? Like, <laughs> <laughs> so I'm gonna stick with Dion Coles and the yeah. Carlos Millers, and you know all the fine comedians of the world. Yeah, Dion and Carlos. Damn. Um, we don't have any reviews, but I hate nicknames. By the way, commenting. Yo. This they, name, this name is so they, name is iconic. They, they didn't answer our question though. Is your name Nick? But they said I actually don't know why I put that as my handle, but I feel connected to it at this point, so I won't change it. Is your name Nick? But what is your, your name? name? Is your name Nick? What if it's Nicole? Is your name Nicole? How do you? Are you a they them? Is you, it Nikki? Are you a she they? Like I. <laughs> What is, what, does it, is Nick anywhere, first, middle, or last name? What is your name? Is it like in my Big Fat Greek Wedding, like Nick, Nick, Nikki, Nicola, Nick, Nicola. Yeah, what, like, what are we doing here? Nicaragua. What like, are we saying? What is your name? Nickette, like, what is it? Oh, like, got questions. But you know what? I hate nicknames, by the way. Shout out for you for doubling back and at least answering the question. At least. Because the rest of these people didn't even leave a damn review. <gasps> yeah. Oh, yeah. It's okay. No, it's not. It no, it's not. If I hate nicknames, can leave a review last week, then come back, answer a question inside the review. What the hell are you doing? What are you doing? Quickly, quickly, quickly. You, you, you're moving too slow. I don't want to hear it. I don't want to hear it. I hate nicknames. By the way, is is showing y'all up, bruh, in two weeks. I do think. I mean, there has to be a reason why you hate nicknames, though. Like. We need to unpack He that. said he, they said, I'm calling him he. I don't know. I'm assuming him. This person? This person said, I actually don't know why I put that as my handle, but I feel connected to it at this point, so I won't change it. So then what is love is lice? Love and lice. I have no idea. What is going on with your computer? I mean, your phone. Re- questions. What is love and lice? Like, what? I, I, we worried about you. I hate nicknames, what's by happening the way. Here? I don't know. I know. I know what's not happening. Any new reviews. That's what's not happening. Next week will come. And yeah, yeah, and that's what's gonna come either way. But will, will these reviews come? I don't. 
Yeah. Anyway, thank you so much for uh, <laughs> shout out to uh, hey nicknames by the way for doing understanding your assignment. Love and lice. Love and lice. Whatever. Ciao. Remember, we're on a bunch of platforms. We're on Twitter at Head Rap Pod. We're on Instagram at Head Raps and Lipsticks. Check out our Facebook page, Head Raps and Lipsticks, the podcast. Go to our website, www.headrapsandlipsticks.com, where we have crewnecks and t shirts that are for sale but not on sale. Remember, the GoFundMe and the Cash App, dollar sign Head Rap Pod, is in the link below. Um, and we are on a bunch of platforms Spotify, SoundCloud, Stitcher, Google Play, Apple Podcasts, Art Heart Radio, YouTube, TikTok, and Facebook. If you leave a five star review, which you haven't, oh, this week. But if you had left one, we would have read it on the air. But you didn't. Mm. Sucks for you. Trying to save y'all, but... mm, no, them hoes don't want to be saved. Damn. <laughs> Damn. Damn. Anyways, <laughs> what's your joke? I actually do not have a joke this week. Yo, they about to boycott us because of you. No, no. Wait a minute. <laughs> <laughs> I only don't have a joke because I feel like I want to give y'all like a good one. I didn't really like the one last week. I was like, hmm, man. So... I need like a good one. Like I need a really, really good joke. So that's going to be my homework. So next week we come back, I'm going to have two really good jokes. Really, really good jokes. So, They're they going to boycott us because you don't have a corner. No, joke. do not boycott us. What you're going to do is bang with us on Friday the 24th at the morning pages uh, mental mental health. So you're not going to boycott us because that's not going to really go well with our mental health. So we need y'all to pull up to the mental health panel and then you can give me a joke then. Yeah, you can't boycott if you're not leaving no reviews. And You know what? Actually, points for me. Okay. Not you're not giving us no responses and you were boycotting. you got something to say? Oh. Because where are the receipts? Because I don't have them. Yeah, because... <laughs> Bye, y'all. Bye. <laughs> Good point, sis. They about to be mad. Good point, sis. <laughs> you got so much to say without a review. No review. Damn. <laughs>